0: I'm Kurt Benkert, and this is Pocket Presence, powered by Sleeper. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Sunday. Happy Sunday. We had a crazy Thanksgiving slate, our first Black Friday game, and now it's time to turn the page and get to the rest of the action. We have some really good games this week, some, again, playoff implications. We're getting to that point of the year. And what we're going to do today is I'm going to go through each game and just pick a winner, Give a little brief what I think about it, how I see it playing out, and then we're going to get into DFS pick building with entries for Sunday, what sticks out to me, and why I look at you know, the reception lines, touchdown lines, and everything like that the way that I do. Let's dive right on in. Let's jump right into the first game. We have the Saints and the Falcons. Public says that the Saints are going to win, but I kind of think this might be a Desmond Ritter turn-up game. Took the handcuffs off. He's back on the field. I, for some reason, think that the Atlanta Falcons are going to pull this off. I don't think that Derek Carr is playing super good football. I think he's still got an injury he's dealing with, so we're going to ride with the Falcons. we got the Steelers-Bengals. I am giving Kenny Pickett one more chance, and the reason I'm giving him one more chance is because Jalen Warren is emerging as an RB1, and I think that Jalen Warren can just take them to the next level against a bad team. The Bengals are a bad team without Joe Burrow, and I want to say that Pickens is going to get involved in the passing game this week, but it's TBD. We'll find out. And I think the Steelers win a game again that will take them to being 7-4 and four somehow. Don't know, but they're doing something. Now a real game. One of the first real, real games that we've had in a minute in the AFC South. Jags-Texans. This, who would have thought at the beginning of the year that you'd be saying that the Jags-Texans is like marquee matchup? I sure as hell didn't. I didn't believe in the Texans, but I believe in them today. I think the Texans are a better team than the Jaguars. I think they play more consistent offense, and for that, I am picking them. Plus, I have C.J. Stroud as my starting quarterback in fantasy. I do stout the Pat Mahomes, and I need C.J. Stroud to ride. So let's get it. Now we have another absolute barn burner. What do you know? Panthers-Titans. Again, solidifying as the worst slate on Sunday in the NFL season. I like the Titans to win. I think Derrick Henry runs for probably 80 yards, should run for 200, but he hasn't been running much this year. I still think that he can just lean forward as he gets the ball and win them this game. Bryce Young hasn't shown that he can really do a whole lot. And if I'm wrong on this pick, then I'm out on both teams because both are not worth touching, but tighten up, I guess. We got Bucks and Colts, another just kind of ugly matchup, but I think that the Colts have what it takes. I think their run game is going to just run up and down the field all over the Bucs, and I also think that Gardner Minshew's not a bad quarterback. I think that he's willing to sling it. He's got downs. He's got Pittman. He's got enough out there to throw it to. I think they will be too much for the Bucs. It's very hit or miss this week with how these games are, but we have another barn burner. Patriots-Giants must-see TV. Actually, almost might be must-see TV because it should be atrocious. But some way, somehow, the public thinks that the Patriots are going to win. But I'm going to fade them. I'm fading Billy Boy Belichick, and I'm going Giants and DeVito. I'm going to say Saquon Barkley is going to have a big game, and DeVito has nothing to lose. Bill Belichick has everything to lose, so I'm going Giants. What do you know? Moving west, Rams-Cardinals, another just absolute beauty of a game. Honestly, this Sunday slate's really bad. But we do have some good matchups in there mixed in. I guess that's what you get. You get the really good and you get the really bad. This is one of the really bad. But again, I'm going to go underdogs here. I think Kyler Murray is going to have a good game. I think that Stafford is going to have a tough time up front. And I think Kyler Murray has what it takes to take over these types of games against bad teams. So yes, Cardinals win. And man, I mean, if you just look at this slate, could this be the potential worst Sunday slate of the year? Browns-Broncos. I can't pick the Broncos. I just can't, I can't get myself to do it. I don't like how they play football. I think DTR finds a way to have a good game for the Browns. I think that their run game is going to be a problem. I think that Miles Garrett might send Russell Wilson all the way back to last year's Russell Wilson, and this could be the game that breaks the camel's back. I'm going to go Browns here, and I'm going to say Miles Garrett could single-handedly win this game. I like it. I don't like the game, but I like the pick. Now another game just more games. These are just all games. Chiefs, Raiders. Raiders potentially without Max Crosby. Should know more. I think he was reported as doubtful. If the Raiders don't have Max Crosby, they have no chance because the Chiefs will be able to move the ball in offense. The Raiders will have a tough time doing it against that stout Chiefs defense, and this game could get out of hand really quick. So I'm going to go Chiefs, and they're probably going to win by double digits. So that's where I think the bad, bad action for Sunday stops. And we can actually flip the page now to a real game, probably game of the week, Bills-Eagles. Game of the week for Sunday, that is. We have a really weird one. I think that the Bills firing their OC, it changed the vibes a little bit. I don't know if it changed much of their scheme, but it changed the vibes certainly. The Eagles coming off of a win that I wasn't convinced made them, quote, him, but the Eagles find ways to win close games, and that's what good teams do. So this one, I'm I'm going to pick the Eagles mainly because it's in Philly. I think Jalen Hurts does enough to win. I don't think the Bills' defense is that good. But look for Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs to have a decent game. Two more games left, and then we can move on. We got Ravens-Chargers. Again, Ravens, I think, roll this game. Chargers find a way to lose a close game. But hey, the Ravens The Ravens have lost some really close games that they should have won, too. So this one isn't as safe as I think should be. But I still like the Ravens to win this game by at least a field goal. And then finally, a showdown in the North. The NFC North. We got the Dobbs-led Vikings versus the Fields-led Bears. And I'm going to say it. I, I think the Vikings are going to win. I think. But Justin Fields could take over this game with his legs. And... That's something to look out for. I think that the Bears, in order to win games, need him to run. So when we get to the DFS entry building section of this podcast, keep an eye out because field yards, I like those. Now that we got through our picks, what I like to do when I'm building these DFS entries is I go through and I pick every game. What do I think the outcome is going to be? What do I think it's going to take to win the game for each team based on their play style? And then I like to... Reverse engineer that and say, okay, let's find the players that fit this game script that I've made in my head, and start adding them to different entries. Mix and match. Find the best multiplier for the line that's being set. But let's dive right in. This is exactly how I do it. So when I'm making my picks for each week, what I actually do, and I'm going to do it right here with you. I already did these for Thursday, and it worked well. But I actually grab a notebook and a pen. I'm old school, and I start with the hot section on the entries for the all NFL slate and I go through and I pick the players that I believe have favorable setups. So for this first one, I have CJ Stroud and I like his 1.5 passing touchdowns. So I'm going to write it down. CJ Stroud. Five. And then I go again. I like, I like Jalen Warren. I like his rushing yards at 48 and a half, but I also like his receptions at two and a half, even more. I go through and I look at him, and he's had four, three, two, and 3 the last three weeks. And against Green Bay, he wasn't being used as much. And then OC gets fired last week. I think they're going to use him a lot. He's the best player on their offense right now. So I'm going to grab his receptions, go through Josh Allen versus Philly. I like his passing touchdowns, typically set at 1.5. Hits most of the time, 1.67x multiplier. And I go to his game log, and I see, like, when did he have two passing touchdowns? Most of the year. Who did he not have them against? Cincinnati and Denver. Wasn't playing great then, but last week he bounced back against a good Jets defense. First time with his new OC. Throws three passing touchdowns. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. I think he's going to find a way to get two. Another sneaky pick is Pat Mahomes. 1.5 passing touchdowns. I really like to find good quarterbacks with good lines. And this was the first time that I've seen this year Pat Mahomes have his line set at 1.5. So I'm going to grab it. Going down, scrolling, scrolling. Travis Kelsey, six and a half receptions. I think it's gonna hit. He's playing at a divisional opponent. They like to use him versus divisional opponents. He gets his burn. Let's see. Last week he had seven. He had two bad weeks, but they had a bye week. What did they do? They got him back involved in the game plan. Let's go grab him. And right now, like I look at and I have five. <clears throat> five players with a almost 12x multiplier. 10 bucks would pay just about 120 I love it. I'm going to submit it. Bam. So I don't like to just load up eight-piece nuggets and large fries. I like to add four, five, sometimes eight to different entries, but that's exactly how I make an entry. So I go through and I do that first in the hot section, and then as I go into later in the games, I like to do kind of same game vibes. I'll write a game script. I'll go back and reverse engineer it, and I throw them all together, but <clears throat> that is a really brief example of how I go through and formulate what I think is going to happen and how I add them to my entries. So I just built that entry. I'm not going to talk about that anywhere else. That's going to be exclusively for this podcast. I really like it. I think it's going to hit, and one of the things that you really should note is Pat Mahomes, you will never see his line at 1.5, unless he keeps having like bad games, but most of the time he's hitting two touchdowns, and I like it. And again, if it if I tweeted about this It went public with it. This would probably be eaten up pretty quick. So I'm going to leave this for the podcast. Hopefully it hits. Hopefully you make a little bit of money, but I really like it. They're all hot picks that I also find super favorable. And again, if you're new to DFS, if you're new to Sleeper, you can get a $100 match on your first-time deposit using code Kurt when you go to add your monies. Basically, it'll give you $200 for just 100 You can go play, have fun. Congrats on the free money. The other thing too, Sleeper has promos every single week for... Basically, they have some free picks. So when you go to add an entry together, you have to have two players put in the same spot. Has to be from different teams. And some of their freebies this week are Justin Herbert, 0.5 passing yards. If he has one passing yard, all you need, he will complete one leg of your entry. And then you just have to get one more right and you win. So they do promos every single week with a cap of $10 for the entry cost. Go get yours. Also, if you look back to Thanksgiving, they had Jared Goff, Jameer Gibbs, and Tua promos all for Thanksgiving that all of them hit. And I think they were anywhere from like 20 to 25% discounted. So they weren't even like the freebie get one yard and you hit. So the promos have been hot. To be on the lookout for some more this Sunday. We're going to keep this episode pretty concise. I'm going to go through one more time through these games and just give you some of the picks that I see of these players that I think should have a good chance of hitting. And yeah, if you feel free to mix and match, hopefully they add some value to your Sunday slate. I like to base a lot of my decisions off of target share, attempts, completions, receptions, things that are very production-based, very volume-based, and not so much outcome-based. I like touchdowns here and there, don't get me wrong, but I really like volume. So keep that in mind as I'm talking through these I'm looking at New Orleans and Atlanta the only two guys that I'm really going to be touching are Alvin Kamara Bijan Robinson and then I do hear me out I do like this Desmond Ritter one passing touchdown it's a super low multiplier but I think it's got some value if I'm going with Bijan I like Bijan's yards I wouldn't touch his receptions right now right now his yards are set at 57 and a half rushing yards wouldn't touch his receptions hasn't really been getting involved in the past game the last few weeks that could change because they've been losing, but who knows? And then Alvin Kamara, his receptions are 4.5. I think that he's going to get that. He's involved in the passing game heavily. It's a divisional matchup. They're going to need him. Then I would also lean on his rushing yards at 48.5. He should find a way to get fit. Then you go to Pittsburgh. Honestly, the only guy that I like right now is Jalen Warren. 2.5 receptions, 48.5 rushing yards. Those would be the two that I'd be eyeing. Something else you might want to look at is Chris Boswell, 6.5 kicking points. He's been pretty money for most of the year. Now that they have a new OC, I think they're going to find a way to score points. And if they don't, sucks. Now we got the Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans. I think there's going to be a shootout, man. I think that both CJ Stroud, 1.5 passing touchdowns, and Trevor Lawrence, 1.5, they should each hit on their own. And then something else I'd be looking at is Tank Dell, 61 receiving yards right now. I like that. And then Sprinkle Me In and Evan Ingram, 4.5 receptions. Most of the year, Evan Ingram has hit that, that five, six, seven, seven, four. And then seven, five, ten, four, four. Last two weeks hasn't been so hot, but it's a divisional matchup. Game where they're gonna have to be throwing the ball. They're not playing a bad team. I think it's gonna do well this. And then again, we move over Tampa Bay and Indianapolis. I like Josh Downs receptions, three and a half receptions. I think he's gonna have a bounce back week. And then Michael Pittman. His receptions were set at five and a half. I took that earlier in the week before it went away. Might be back by Sunday morning, but in the meantime, I like his yards. I think he gets over 71 receiving yards. Moving on to another game, New England Giants. I like Stevenson receptions. He's always involved in the passing game. He's got a low multiplier, meaning it should hit. Likely, it's probable. That's probably the only thing that I'd be touching out of this game is two and a half receptions. Get it while it's hot won't be tweeting about it, so you'll hear it here first. Then we got Carolina, Tennessee. This is going to fall into my do-not-touch category. Bad game, bad teams. I'm going to stay far away. If you're feeling antsy, if you're feeling like you need a little action, Derrick Henry rushing yards over 68.5. half. Should hit that against a bad team. Rams, Cardinals. I'm going to stay away. The only thing that I would be willing to touch is Puka, four and a half receptions. I like that right now. It's probably going to be gone by the time kickoff starts. So I would grab it, low multiplier. but again. Bad teams, just try to get volume plays here, go where they're going to go with the ball. Now we have Browns, Denver, Broncos, same thing. I don't like it. I wouldn't touch it. It'd stay far away. And that's that's kind of, for me, Like some people believe in doing unders on yards and stuff if they think it's a bad game, where me, I would rather stay away from bad games and stay away from unders unless I absolutely love it than... Add it just to add it because it takes one big play to ruin an under. And bad teams could have big plays. Who knows? Never know. If you're gonna touch unders on bad teams, I would touch like third and fourth receivers under on touchdowns. That's probably the safest way to mix and match and add a little bit more value to your entry. Just a few more games here. I'm gonna roll through. Like I said earlier, Pat Mahomes, one and a half touchdowns. I think Travis Kelsey, six and a half receptions, looks good. Probably won't be there by the time kickoff starts, but. Who knows? His are typically gone. And then another sneaky one, I actually like Justin Watson. Over 1.5 receptions. He has had 2, 2, and 5 in the last three games. He had a huge game in the rain against the Eagles last week with five receptions. Mahomes is comfortable with him. He's going to find his way around the ball. Mahomes is giving him like 50-50 chances and like holding on for him to get into the next open window. That says a lot, and I think he's going to get his. Two receptions is not a lot to ask for. As far as the Raiders are concerned, I'd stay far away in the meantime. We got Eagles and Bills. Josh Allen, 1.5 passing touchdowns like we talked about before. I do like DeAndre Swift, 2.5 receptions, but I'd use caution. He got them in like really long third-down situations, but he did a lot with the ball. He should find his way in open space more in that scheme. And then again, in the meantime, I'm going to stay far away from Diggs's receptions. He's not getting the targets he's supposed to. I'd imagine in a big game, he should get them, but You can't trust this Bills offense right now with target share. So in the meantime, don't touch it. It's not worth it. Looking at these last two games, the Ravens, Chargers, the Bears, and the Vikings. The only thing that I really like here is the Keenan Allen reception, seven and a half. He has been getting double digit targets every single week. It's honestly insane. This is his target share over the last six weeks, 11-9, 10-9, 14, and 16. With 10, 11, 8, and 8 in his last four weeks of receptions. I like the 7.5 line. If they're going to beat the Ravens, if they even want a chance in that game, they got to feed Keenan Allen. I'm going to roll with it. Also, Gus Edwards, Gus Buss, rushing touchdown. Hit it while you can. I like it. He's rolling. He's had a rushing touchdown in each of the last five games. Chargers defense sucks. Staley's on his way out. I'd imagine he gets in the box one more time. And last but not least, Chicago, Minnesota. Just do yourself a favor. Don't touch it until Monday. Don't even don't even look at it. If you want to play with this game, wait until some promos come out and you get some freebies because I just don't like I don't like it. I don't like it a lot. Maybe Addison three and a half receptions. Maybe Fields 53 rushing yards, but I don't like maybes. I like really likely to happen things. And I don't know what's really likely to happen in that game. And I don't think any. But that's it. That wraps it up. Hopefully these picks make you some money. Bring you some joy in your life. Make the Sunday Slate even more fun to watch. I know I'll be locked in. Hope you guys are too. I appreciate you tuning in for another episode. Again, if you're enjoying the content, please leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Show some love down. Leave some comments on Twitter. Let me know what you guys think. What do you want to hear? Improvements, suggestions, everything. All of it is appreciated. This thing is growing, living, evolving, and I'm excited to keep making it better and better for you guys. Until next time, I'm your host, Kurt Benkert. See ya.